Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back everybody to this week's episode of Earth School. Um, we finished off last week's episode sort of diving into what it means to, for each of us individually, what it means to live an aligned life. And we thought we'd sort of expand on that a little bit through the lens of human design. And in reality, you need you don't really need to know anything about human design because the words will still resonate with you because they're normal day-to-day language. And sometimes it's just interesting to listen to it nearly without knowing which one you, sort of more resonates with you just to really feel into your own life as well. Like, But of course, as always, um, if you are into human design or if you want to know where to find your little chart, that you just Google human design chart in Google and then you can put in your date of birth, your time of birth, your location, and then you get your little chart. So then that will show you where you're, what we'll be chatting about is your little signature. Um, so you can have a look at that then. But even if you don't have it to hand now, do still just listen and really just trust your instinct just to really tune into and feel what what it arises in you as you're as we're pondering it and how it may show up in our life. So welcome, BB. Hi, Rosalind. Hi, everybody. Good, good to have you here as always. <laughs> so we're looking at our little aligned living <clears throat> through sort of our the human de- human design lens, like mm. and so. For people who might not know maybe what, in a sense, even human design is or what we're looking at to sort of give us an idea of how do we know maybe to live more in alignment with ourselves or the little signposts that tell us we're really on track or we're a little bit further off track. But really, to me, they're like little signposts that are just nudging us more Mm -hmm. into ourselves or telling us, oh, you've gone a little bit sort of away from yourself and then how to redirect yourself inwards. Yeah, I think that's an important part instead of thinking of, you know, this is some sort of a, a box that we have to fit in, you know, and then it becomes limiting to really look at it as, as, as like, okay, this is this is something like I, I, I see myself in that, I recognize myself in that, but I haven't lived according to my truth in, in, in a while, you know, mm-hmm. and so then we have uh, these choice points. And I think human design is amazing because it is just so practical. You know, it, it can get super, super deep and, and spiritual at the same time. But on a top level, I just think it's so pragmatic. That's just so applicable when it comes to sleep. It comes to like how we communicate with the people around us, how we organize our day. And I just think that is just so accessible. And I think in the times we are, sometimes we, that's exactly what we need. You know, to kind of shift around, around sleeping hours, food, changing around just a few really pragmatic things in our day can make such a big difference where we start feeling okay I start feeling like myself again mm, it's a real opportunity just to come back to yourself and to accept yourself as you are because we already know the parts and I think that's when people will even hear these words without their chart like they'll already go oh actually yeah that oh that I am I do that or that's how Oh, I know I am getting really, you know, sort of stuck or I'm getting really pushed off track or when certain things are happening. Oh, that's actually, you no. Know, I've always felt that way when things are in flow, like, or when things are sort of magically out of the sky, in a sense, you know, begin to align. Like, so I think that's what's really nice about it, too, that it is like, in a sense, layman terms, like, do other words that and we use? Like, yeah, yeah. And I think it's really, I suppose, self-affirming because 
depending on we're going to talk about this uh, which profile we are or which you know uh, what different type we are um we are all so unique and you know based on usually when you look at like who you grew up with there can be a situation that like the rest of your family is literally wired in a quite a different way than than you are or maybe people at work are and i think a lot of the times we might fight that we might figure what's wrong with me why am i not like you know my friend or mm. why am i not just as as my boss or you know and it's like it's really exhausting trying to be that whereas like i think human design gives us sort of permission to really be ourselves and just to understand that okay different people are literally wired in a different way and we look at a chart when we see the different channels different connections the different you know shapes that we are there it all gives us an idea of how actually our life force runs through our system with what preference and in what direction and you know there's so many details to that but it gives us just this idea of like okay like that makes sense i literally am not wired like my brother or my mom and dad Mm. and hence that make my experience make sense this is why it was so easy for my friend always to work in in a certain way or deal with things in a certain way and it never resonated with me you know so i think it's like giving weight and um a sense of you know you, you said the word acceptance and it is acceptance of self, but I think sometimes acceptance of self is that that word can be really sort of heavily flavored with the sense of like being being a lukewarm compromise. You know, it's just, oh, just have to accept who I am. I think it's like when we truly accept ourselves, we're actually refining gold. You know, it's like we're giving ourselves permission to really bring ourselves into the world the way we are. And then things just tend to fall into place with a little more flow, a little more ease. Mm-hmm. So say, where would you like to start with sort of the signatures and all that like to give people an idea of even what the signature is, the self and the not self themes? Mm, do you want to, I think, maybe going through the different types, but mm. through the emotional sort of the emotions that can come up and then from yeah. there into maybe how um, will be generally a, a healthy way of expressing our own energy and how can we how, how we feel like you know aligned with ourselves versus we're not but i think that might be nice hmm. so kick off my dear that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> so we touched on this not the last but the episode before that yeah. where we already touched on on sort of the different different types and so there are five different different types and if you have your chart uh, in front of you it's at the very top uh it says somewhere type and it just says manifester Manifesting generator, generator, uh, projector, or reflector. So one of those. And every single type has a different way of expressing life force prana in the world. Um, and it also with that comes comes come different needs. And everyone has also a little sort of secret signature emotionally, how we get to see whether we are on track being ourselves or whether we're sort of like taking a detour. So um thinking about the manifester you know i think the manifester the reason why i'd like to start with the manifester is the manifester is sometimes misunderstood on a grand scheme the manifest is really there as the spark giver it's really there to you know whether it's in your family or at work to bring in new ideas you know to bring in that there's sort of an impact petulousness sometimes or like you know this creativity that just wants to come through something needs to be said or done regardless of the outer circumstances and when there when there's room being given to a manifesto to do that you know there is 
there just isn't such a beautiful flow. But when the world around them aren't open for change mm-hmm. and sort of restrict that manifest their spontaneous expression in a way, they can sort of feel angry, angry with themselves at work, angry with themselves, angry with the world, not quite not understanding because I think that signature is in a way one foot on the gas pedal and one foot in the handbrake in that way, you know, because they, they are here to have impact. And depending on how your environment was, you know, were you allowed to have impact or were there any negative stories around that? It's like, you know, girls are seen, not heard, or, you know, any variation mm-hmm. of that, or, you know, uh, or you're starting, you know, I, growing up in a German environment, the way our school system and then our early, um, work life works you have to if you're not studying you have to definitely do an apprenticeship before you get into work and so there's a real hierarchy to it and when you're in in your first year apprenticeship you don't open your mouth really you know because you have to go through those three years of apprenticeship and then slowly by then you you are sort of accepted to kind of bring in your ideas at least that was like you know years ago um and have to wait the older you get the more you're allowed to sort of contribute whereas for a manifest that environment would be like really lethal if there's an environment where they feel they have a muscle on or they can't speak up or you know they just feel like they're always pushing up against people and they get this pushback there can be just that incredible sense of frustration or rather anger anger just with with themselves you know um how do you see that mm-hmm. so like listening to you is kind of like um comes when you know if you have a car and it's moving forward and somebody just because people keeps putting something in front of it like you know the car knows exactly sort of what's it initiating what's it starting where it wants to go it's following that urge but then either people or people or situations or even organizations are putting things in front of it so Mm. it's like the anger of like just i know exactly where i'm i know exactly what i want to do and how i want it to come through and then you're kind of suppressing it like would be the word that mm-hmm. come to mind like or putting mm-hmm. up or feels obstructed that's where mm-hmm. the anger would come forth like because i always get mm-hmm. a sense the manifester kind of knows what, what it wants to come through like you know what the, that spark is coming through where it wants to go with it like and it'll maybe drop it off somewhere else but it wants that forward movement like mm-hmm. it likes that forward movement because it kind of feeds it so then yeah. when we're maybe going, oh, well, you shouldn't do it that way or no, you can't do that there or you have to do this project instead or you have to finish this piece of work or you should do mm-hmm. that essay first. Then it's like, mm, you know, and th- the anger comes up like, then like mm-hmm. and I think it's it's for people to know the emotions come up are all, and like when we chat about anger, we always chat about this. Like it's all needed. But then when if we know we're a manifester, we also know then that that anger is also maybe just asking us to pause and redirect ourselves a little bit or mm. identify maybe really what's going on there for us. Like, because we might not really realize I'm actually really angry because like I know where I want to direct my energy. Yes. But everybody else thinks they know better than me. Like, mm. Mm. And that's the other part where the manifesto can just shut down then you know if you have year of the year where there's just roadblock and, mm. and ro- roadblock ahead of you kind of go like you know it's, it's sort of like learned behavior in a way you go okay if i just keep all of my ideas to myself if i just don't open my mouth if i don't don't rock the boat i don't experience those roadblocks yes i don't really experience the peace of mind and the joy that comes with that either but at mm. least no one's on my case you know so manifest it can and sometimes be also the children that you know, it just mm. with that spark brings something into the family. Whereas like if we have manifesting 
um, manifest their children, there is this, this fine line, isn't there, between like how much do you guard them to be a responsible parent in terms of like don't let them run across the road. Mm. Um, but at the same time, how can we keep their fire, that spark alive, that they're so internally driven in a way, and I don't mean driven in a, in a patriarchal kind of way, productivity kind of way, but they're sort of, like you said, they're led from the inside. There is this nonverbal internal creative spark that is looking for manifestation mm. it's looking to come out into the world and if we can support that in children i think that's a really good place to start because usually i think like we always have more compassion for children so if you <laughs> you know have a nephew or niece and you see that anywhere is like see that playing out and then we can maybe bring it over and go like what about if a co-worker mm. is that type of expression of the energy or has that type of expression of the energy or even ourselves you know but i think for the manifester there is an internal and you might see yourself in that if you listen to this an internal need for peace it's 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 it, there's kind of an irony to me in 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 that in that um type in a way because other people sort of may perceive you as the um the groundbreaker or the initiator or the change bringer or they're like you know rocking the boat whereas the manifesto oftentimes has none of those as intentions that that creativity comes through and the spark comes through we're like i just literally i just want to get through the day have a grand day peace of mind peace of body and then just go to bed you know and so i think there they are inherently very peace living people um but sometimes they might find that you you know that they suppress their own spark mm. so the words that come to mind would be like you know if you're a child not they're like like mom mom won't let me do you know, like, I, I want to do this here or this is what I, I want to put my energy into and mom, like, mum won't let me. Do you know, and the anger that would come from doing that there, like, or if other people are trying to hold you back from, you know, even if whatever age you are, if you have an urge to do something, like, or desire to do something and other people are holding back from that there, like, mm. but to me, it's like, you know, also that, you know, you're chatting about the peace. It was like, well, if you just let me do this here, like, like I'll be all peaceful yeah. like I'll be peaceful I'll be grand like if you just get out of my way like you know but the anger will come up as and if you would just leave me to do this here we'd all be it'll all be grand mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you look at like he, all of us together like all those different you know types playing together like the the manifested one that throws the ball into the game so the rest of us can kind of pick up the ball and play with the ball so mm. You know, if you look at a society overall, it's so important manifest a step into that, that they follow the inner spark because that's how sort of creative, we can all be creative and we all are creative, mm. but there's a certain input, impetus, a certain trigger that the manifesto brings in to kind of get the ball rolling. That is so, so important. And only they perceive it through themselves. So, you know, if you have manifestos in your life, I suppose, start looking at them maybe through that lens it's like what are they initiating in me what are they bringing to my life and how mm. doesn't mean i have to really like it all doesn't mean i have to approve of it all but there's some they, they, they might be even just stimulating a thought within me you know a reaction of some sort uh so they they have a crucial part in humanity to to bring us sort of forward if you think of mm. the collective forward movement there's this and i can come with a manifest as well that they may not really be that interested in looking backwards <laughs> because it's like been there we've all done that we're moving forward and it's not a psychological like yeah. you know cognitive sort of thinking but it's like the whole energy household moves forward we're like well it's initiating like so mm -hmm. it's always the start do you know of yeah. the cycle that way like it's not the you know the completion part of it mm -hmm. do you know it's energy it can do that there but it's energy probably isn't 
as fed or nourished as when it is in a sense you know that bringing something through like listening to the desire the urge to do something like versus being at the end or the the middle of the cycle bolding it or at the end sort of the tying up all the loose ends like Mm. do you know like so it's even for people to think you know for those who are manifestors or even just listening to the word peace and all there like do you know like what does that actually look like in life like for me like if I am a manifestor like and then sort of even to be serene or to experience serenity or really at peace within yourself like and where have you experienced it do you know like where have you really been in those moments where you've really gone oh yeah it's so like like it's just in every cell like you know when you're just like really in that space of you know like nearly I can imagine just like you know sitting in a little lily almost like you know but you know just really content like really peaceful in that place like but what does that look like and how has life moved when I've been in those places like Mm. and then Mm. what what really is happening behind the anger like Mm. that's really like really what really boils that up like And the manifesto, there's so much independence to them as well, isn't there? There's this sort of, that a carrier of that, yeah, you could say the divine intuitive sort of spark that comes through, you know, that brings everything forward. And um, there is a level of, of, you know, the anger comes also, the, the anger can be practically, it's just another roadblock ahead of me, but the anger can also come from a, from a deeper level in terms of like, I actually almost have like a divine mission. You know, again, not cognitively perceived in that yeah. way, but through our body is like, I don't know, I just need to do that. And when we're, when something has been put in our way, what the manifest experience is this incredible amount of energy that's pushing through them. It's, it's, it's literally, it's like that survival instinct that we all have, but that's driving that energy forward and through the manifestor. So it is an incredible amount of discomfort they experience if they don't get to bring that into the world. And that's where that anger can come from, you know. So, you know, in a way, when you feel that anger, yeah, really examine what is it directed at? Where is it stemming from? Um, you know, has it always been like that? Are there environments mm-hmm. where you go, no, that's just peaceful and flow? What are you drawn towards, you know? And I think that's where you can, you can go into that depth, but then you can literally go look at your work environment, do the people around you understand that? And you can use the language. I mean, human design is really popular also in, in HR work and, you know, in, in corporate environments these days, especially mm-hmm. in the States. Um, but not everyone might be aware of it. So you can use that language, but you can also just by understanding, you know, where your sort of role is like, okay, so if I'm in a team, sort of like, how does my energy play itself out, you know? And with the manifest, then it makes sense, right? So you're sort of a step ahead of everyone in a way that's like, it's this quick firing mm-hmm. ideas. And when you as a manifesto look around your team and like the penny doesn't drop with anyone else, there can be also that sort of like, like come on, like I'm just going to do it by myself. I think for the manifesto and as well, it's really under- important to understand that you are that initiator, mm-hmm. that you don't have to carry everything to the very end. You don't have to finish everything. You're bringing that energy into it because if you get too entangled and you stay beyond just to mm-hmm. carry it all the way to the end you might actually lose that energy then to bring the next spark into it and so if you can even set up corporate teams in a way where we know we have to manifest this and we can allocate workload and workflow in a way that they keep sort of driving the engine on but they may not be the person that stays till eight o'clock at night every night 
you know mm-hmm. so we can start understanding that we can start understanding the family dynamics we can start understanding f- friendships as well when we go on holidays together you know we go with a manifester on holidays that would be most likely quite a different experience than if you're going you know with a with a generator for example you know it's just like a reflector so you know it just helps us i think to understand each other and when we understand each other there's also then a way of understanding ourselves better and then you're like you know what i don't need to waste that much energy trying to do something that's not even in alignment mm-hmm. with myself because then in that way life can be difficult but i think a lot of the time life can feel very hard because we're literally misaligned and i see that in a physical practice you know the phys- i think i said that before <laughs> like when, we, when i look at students in in in, in the room in a yoga room and we're, they're moving i was like you know when we make these small adjustments in the physical frame all of a sudden postures seem much easier you know, it's like taking that load off, like taking mm. some of those bricks out of the backpack. And I think that's why human design is amazing and helping us understand, like, you know, what's sort of our North Star? What are we here to do? <laughs> you know, what's our purpose? How how does my energy even wants to live and what does it need to nourish so that not every day has to be this like heavy drag? Mm. Yeah, it's allowing ourselves the permission to really live life according to our own natural flow, like our own natural mm-hmm. energy, like. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, and you know, like when you're chatting about sort of, you know, like the manifester has this sort of burst of energy that, you know, like the, it just directs that energy towards something like, and then if something gets in the way of that, like if you think of it, you no know, sort of the Marvel films and all there, like, you know, like they're boosting something out of their arm and then a big block comes in the way, like imagine that energy then coming back at you whether you're the manifester or somebody else in that facility like it's going to be a a blast that will affect you like so even like if we're experiencing sort of the anger and all there like it's even to notice then within if we're not a manifester and we know them even noticing where does that anger show up in them in their life like and how do I actually find being in that space as well like Mm -hmm. you know because it's really interesting to see how her own energy is reacting to that too like mm. but um yeah I think like words would be like you know serenity peace contentment even like or ease like yeah. you know for manifestors to explore what what do they mean to me what do they look like and mm. how can I allow myself to maybe experience them a little bit more like mm. do you know, maybe I get used to being angry because that's the only way then I'm bloody well heard or people allow me to do what I want to do then is when I get really angry they're like, I really just clear the directions like clear the way and then I can move on in my path like mm. and that's why communication is so important to a manifester as well it's just like just giving everyone a heads off <laughs> you know heads up i'm coming through heads up i'm you know leaving the office <laughs> heads up i'm just going grab some coffee anyone else wants some coffee you know it's not it's not asking for approval it's not you know asking for a buy-in it's just like heads up because if you manifest it, chances are your energy circuit runs fast that doesn't mean you move fast at all but just on the inside connections are sometimes like just firing a little bit faster and others can't catch up with you so they're double surprised they're not just only surprised with that incredible sort of blasting energy that comes through like hey it's a new revolution but they also surprised like they don't see common quite quite Mm. frankly so for manifester just to give you know just always think of like it might not be the most obvious because you just want peace <laughs> and you just go like, I'm just working on my own here. <laughs> and it's sometimes really mm. hard to understand that that has so much effect on the people around you. But to remember that you are here on this planet, you're designed to have an effect on others. And so even if you don't want to, 
<laughs> there is <laughs> there is an effect that you naturally have and that's beautiful and so one way of sort of softening the blow or removing the roadblock blocks is literally just keeping people in the loop what you're up to you know at least those people who are affected by that um if you're self-employed you're planning yeah. on a holiday and that's affecting people around you just just give them like you know not 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 here monday you know <laughs> so, and you might even find like i have a few manifesto friends around and it doesn't need to end up in a big conversation because i think manifestors can sometimes go like oh my god by the time i explain all this it just slows me way down it's just gonna do myself but a lot of the times in my experience and sort of the people that i know between manifestors and others there is this sort of the rest of the world just like once they get the fya it's like grand off you move you know it's like it can feel to the manifesto do I even need to bother to open my mouth mm -hmm. but it actually settles the nervous system of everyone else and so that can then that those pushbacks that a manifesto sometimes experience can lessen that so if you feel like there's a lot of anger there's a lot of you banging your head against walls and you just feel like is sort of like sort of the lonely wolf it can feel like that as well at times communication i just think um mm -hmm. is key just letting others in on what you're about to do mm. lovely yeah. And who would you like to move to next from the little manifestors? And do you want to go into the two different generators? The MG yes. generators? Do you want to maybe do the generators first? Because then mm -hmm. sort of the manifesting generator is yeah. a mixture of the two unified. Like, oh, like, so the mm -hmm. little jennies, little generators. Well, do you want to speak to that? <laughs> That's a little generator. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely words is a lovely frustration. It's a little mm -hmm. signpost. Not what I like. So the frustration is uh, usually comes, not usually, well, depends. So for me, it would come when other people are expecting my energy to go in certain places and I do not want it to go there. Not what I like. Or I feel obliged that it should go there through conditioning or programming. Mm -hmm. um, so frustration will come up. Or if I'm doing loads of little things that I don't have the energy for. Do not bring me any happiness or joy. Do not light me up. And I feel I should be doing them. Not really. mm -hmm. So it's all these places where they're not really feeding me and nourishing me or where I don't feel like for me, I always feel very like sort of just in my energy. I just don't feel my energy expands. <clears throat> so I actually feel it really constricts like that way. Mm -hmm. I can feel that because like it's sacral based. I can feel my whole stomach just goes like squishes and almost. That way, and I remember that from when I was very young, like, but always ignoring it, like, because the mind then is the other thing that will come in very much so, like, that way, like, you should, and but sure, you can do that, and sure, like, sure, you have loads of energy, so why not, like, and I'll get that from the outside, too, where people will say to me, like, but sure, like, sure, what else would you be doing, you could do that there, or sure, you can do, sure, you can turn your hand to that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so you but, have the energy for it. <laughs> yeah, you have the energy for that there. Like, keep going. Like, and I, I, w I could work to three o'clock in the morning very easily. Like, mm -hmm. but the frustration would be so, like, I can remember the frustration rising up when I was young. Like, do you know, like from simple things, if I was painting and like, like and the, people who listen to me, do not judge me in this one act. But I remember very, very, very much. So I was painting and I mean, it was a beautiful painting of a pheasant. And I, like my dad loves pheasants, like I'd done oil and I'd had it put up on the wall, like, you know, just finishing the painting. And I, I just thought like, and even at that age, I was like, God, that's actually really nice. Like, and I think my mother had asked me to do something. And I was like, in the middle, like so happy in the middle of my painting that I went to pull it off the wall and I ripped it right through the middle. <gasps> so that just shows you how nearly destructive that frustrate, like mm -hmm. that frustration mm -hmm. can be like asking, I just want to be here. 
because that's my little happy place here and I'm really enjoying this. And you're maybe, if she might have just, I don't even know what she's asked. It could have been something as simple as, you know, go get some turf or set the table. But for me, that was just like, you are asking me to take my energy from this and go do something that I have no interest in. Do you know, mm. like, so things like that there, like it's a real, and it bowls up, like if it's not, if I'm doing too much of that when I was younger, it would really bold up, like, mm. so it would, like. And how do you feel about, in terms of when you're within a flow of, like, I know you work for yourself, so you, mm. you, you know, you get to do a lot of those decisions, like you get to work at your own time, at your own pace. But like in the, in the, the previous life, um, when people sort of, either take you out of the flow or push you on or slow you down like when they oh, interfere with the natural flow <laughs> I, wish it, I wish people could see your reaction <laughs> I love it because anybody knows me goes Rosine you're walking too fast I just like I and I'm like just just keep up like sort of thing like yeah that way like but most of our house is generators Mm. that way like except for I think one or two one projector and possibly I don't have times of birth but I think a reflector like um but so for me, when somebody interrupts me and all, Derek, it depends if I'm doing something I really like. I don't like it. I like being in my own little, like I work in my little office on my Todd. Like, I love that. I don't like other people coming into my space. I don't like people interrupting me from the middle of something. I like to do it if I'm enjoying it and leave me to this here. Like, do you know, I could spend all day doing certain things. Like, do you know, like if I'm enjoying it, like, but if I'm doing something that is drain and I just feel it's a life force drain that way like I feel like I'm receiving when I'm doing things I'm enjoying and when I'm not it's like a life force drain and literally it could take me 16 hours to maybe do one thing like because I just don't have the I don't have even though I have loads of energy I don't have the energy for that like Mm -hmm. so there is there is a lot about this isn't it honoring like generators have been given this sort of this battery and almost like a, a certain mm. setting within that and that's different from get generator to generator right because you, you were saying yeah. like i'm doing things quite fast i know generators they go it's like a steam train it's like they will arrive there but it's not it's not like it's not like the overland fast sort of trains you know yeah. um and from what i've like learned from people as well it's like when you interrupt that when they when you when you when you external circumstances or your own mind out of guilt or shame or blame or whatever it is forces you to work at a different speed mm. or different flow a different rhythm that you're nat- naturally actually sort of dialed into that that can be really frustrating because you sort of know you have the energy but that's the wrong way around accessing it right mm. yeah because like say an accountant say like when i went in there about four years behind on their on their account sort of thing and catching up stuff and there's about four or five of us came in like and I was in there till one o'clock every morning like and I mean from the get-go for about three years like but that burnt me out like because I wasn't enjoying it but I was able to do it and then when they asked you know oh we can after you get qualifying like they were like oh you can do that like this diploma thing like and I was just like my whole body went nah no way mm-hmm. no way mm-hmm. and of course you got blackmailed into it like you know, sort of thing mm-hmm. um coursed into it and it was the longest, most boring process of studying I've ever done in my entire life. So I could do it. I passed it. No bother. Like, but it was like you could feel the life force just sipping, sipping out of you. Like, mm. and it just takes longer to do everything. And, you know, just just on that point. So there's around 35 percent of humans are generators. And then there's another sort of 35 ish 
that are, that are similar, you know, manifesting, yeah. you know, a similar disposition works a little bit different, but in, in that way. So like roughly around 70% of the population, it's really important that they do what they enjoy to some extent. Mm -hmm. And also at the speed and the intensity that's natural to them. So if we think about how most of our work environments are, you know, designed, it's like you could be even in the right job, but if the setup is dialed into a way that is counterproductive mm. to your setup, you, you, you could kind of go like, this is not making sense. I'm getting so frustrated with this. You're sort of missing that you're actually on, on, on point and all it is required, all in inverted commas, because not always that changed, easy to change like office dynamics or, you know, but it mm. might just mean that, you know, maybe there's chance that you can sit on the side or get a different office or like working from home, there could be a sense of going like, okay, I'm available for emails and, e and phone calls in those windows. And then from, you know, I don't know, over lunch and all the way into three o'clock, I need this big junk from 11 to three. I'm going to work up my own time on my own agenda. Mm. And as a result, can be way more productive as a result. So there's a level of, I feel like, trust from also like, in the work environment into the generator, you know, because the generator mm. ha tends to have that diligentness in their work. There's a sense of mastering something. And if they're dialed into something that really lights them up, there's like, there's like no end to that, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you get a sound product or service back from that. So there's this level of, you know, can we, can we start giving more trust to the generator and ease off the tightness and the micromanaging a little bit and also understanding that these constant calls and disruptions to their energy flow, we're throwing away so much potential. Like if we're thinking of roughly that 70% of the people are really mm -hmm. designed between a generator and a manifesting generator, sort of they're sort of the people that pick up the ball that the manifestor threw in. Yeah. And they go like, I take that ball because I am absolutely, you know, passionate about this and I'm running it. And then a generator, they can pick it up and bring, you know, that project all the way to the yeah. end. So to understand that dynamic in your family, with your children, at work, you know, and if we try and put the manifest in a generator in terms of work output or steadiness in the same bracket, we're wearing both down and we're sort of losing all of that potential, right? So I think with a generator, it's, it's, I think so much is about understanding, I think, and like, I'd love to hear your point, understanding your own workflow. And when are you, how does it feel when you're in the flow? When is that feeling that satisfaction of mm -hmm. like, you know, a full day's work, really enjoyable. And I am closing the laptop now. I'm closing the books now, yeah. or I'm going to bed or I'm going for a run. You know, that sort of sense of satisfaction. That's really important. That's mm -hmm. a sign that you're, okay, you're really accessing that sacral energy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 you're using up that energy in the way that you want to be using it, like that's mm -hmm. feeding you and, and sort of recharging you, but you're not drained. Like that way is completely different feeling when you're in the drain zone versus like working hard and being drained versus, you know, working, to use the words, working hard, like but putting your energy into something, but being fulfilled by it. Like, yeah. I think that's a big thing for generators in general, because we might see if we're looking at human design, we'll see maybe we're the workhorse or certain words like that, do you know, like, and it's like, yeah, we are, but it's because only, not only, we are because we have this, like, capacity for the energy of it, but only when we're being really sort of fed by it at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're, like, you're like a generator, you're, you're refueling yourself constantly, like, in different ways through things that you're enjoying, versus we might think, oh, but I can get that just if I work on a workhorse, I can go to do anything. But certain things will drain the life force from you and you'll be a sacral then that 
is just a little blip blip versus like this buzzing almost like mm. do you know like mm. so and then sort of the to me the the satisfaction then is like you're, you're satisfied by what you're doing like you're feeling satisfied by what you've done in, in the one hour two hours and sometimes you can find what somebody might take eight hours to do you could do in an hour like do you know like just because it just works that way like but it's no to me like the satisfied is like you know you've just had a really nice meal and you're like ah and you just allow yourself to sit there after your little meal and just just be there yeah and again it's not not the work horse in a negative way but yeah. working for satisfaction in that alignment and you can see even in that how you know if you think of like so many people 70 percent of the population have this incredible energy how depending on how the system works that could be also really used as workhorse in a negative way and we've seen this if you yeah. go back like we still see it you know but if you especially if you go back 50 60 years you can see how humans have been used and still are in different areas of the world and and, and here at times um in terms of just like you know fuel you just fuel the machine mm -hmm. you just like show up when we fire you through you know and whilst sometimes it's literally just about it. I always feel like I remember growing up and looked at people and had their jobs I'm like oh my god like <laughs> there was like extended family and I was just looking at them they were complaining both about their jobs I'm like all the two of you thinking as a child um all you need to do is just swap jobs <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like if you were to step into his job and you into her job like like you both would be actually happy like and those jobs had nothing to do i think a lot with generators not so much about like you know necessarily stepping out of all the work you know but it's like really like finding the right kind of work mm. um where like even that's where we get that language from you know um where work is not even your work but it's your dharma where you know your output is like it's 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 sacred service to the community to society mm. you know you, you can't because like being able to get rid of that energy is also an art form right because i don't know how you experience it but it tends to be people when they bottle it up when they don't have an output at all that sacral energy just keeps building on mm. the inside and then depending on where your your parts are sort of open in your chart it can just like also shoot up into the head so that can be then just like literally and that means as well physical movement generally for a generator a certain amount of physical movement is always really good as well to get out of that frustration into sort of satisfaction but when when that energy just think of it, that full tank has not been emptied and you go into bed it's like you just had like this massive pizza and you're trying to sleep like it just mm. it just keeps you awake and then you know might go into your head and you start thinking and ruminating and mm. you know whereas a lot of those things can be you know taken out and it's the same with children if you think of children as generator to really listen to sort of what are their passions and what do they feel drawn what joy where, where do you hear the, the giggles you know across all ages and as much as possible sort of teach them to really follow follow that mm. i think that is a really really important part and also really looking at that they empty out because generators manifesting generators even in children when that energy doesn't get to go if we sit kids down for too long too early and they don't get to move at all yeah. you know it can be very difficult for them to go go asleep and it can just kind of play out into acting out you know and so sometimes you're gonna go oh that's a really difficult child now no no it just sits in a full tank and mm. it doesn't know where to get rid of it like that poor child is like you know like if we let it out and let it play yeah. and it kind of goes into that as well so many of us needing that physical stimulation and if you just think of how we're closing playgrounds down or you know also through law you're not running you're not allowed to run and in school grounds or wherever it is you know we've taken movement so much out of society and yet 70 percent of the population need movement at least really need movement to have some yeah. sort of clear sane headspace what are we doing to us all if we don't let ourselves move and everyone needs to move different mm -hmm. like you know that's that's the other thing but generally yeah. 
that movement is just so so important for a sense of mm -hmm. satisfaction in life as a child yeah. and then as an adult yeah because my sister is a manifesting generator and the two of us we lived in we, we two day house like for years and uh, we'd share like a bed like and nighttime we were like and dad would be like like he's meant to be sleeping the two of us would be giggling laughing having the full-blown chats like sort of job even though we would have been outside but we hadn't spent all of our energy so we were feeding off each other like mm -hmm. wide awake like when you're meant to be going to sleep like so for me i see it as like you know it is the energy that you have as a generator being like sort of well spent like mm -hmm. do you know or is it being misplaced possibly or misused you know like or is it being directed into things that that really aren't your things like but you're feeling you should or somebody has told you you, you need to be doing that do you know, like that we start redirecting it into things and even if we don't like our work can outside of that you know can I find places where I am feeling satisfied and do a little bit more of that like even if it's just for five ten minutes but I'm starting to feed that part off me because that will give me the energy then to start maybe thinking differently moving differently to maybe yeah. change my trajectory like because we all know like when we're in the other side maybe in the frustration and all it's harder to go how can I get out of this like but if mm -hmm. we have little pockets where we're feeding that part of us mm -hmm. that feels nourished then and we're feeling that's actually where I'd like to direct my energy that we're starting to shift the direction of the train then like mm. and just because you mentioned the frustration yeah one more thing that might be worth bringing in it's a little bit more like an extra layer more advanced but I think it's really practical and important to understand the sort of growth of a of a generator is sort of the staircase growth right mm. so yeah you, you, whatever you're working on whatever you, like and that means at work or even if you learn the piano it doesn't matter like there's this like step-by-step -step sort of growth and then every once in a while comes a plateau it's like you know mm. when you walk up in a football stadium lots of stairs and then it's like this straight bit and then you walk up again in a straight bit so the straight bit will naturally cause a sense of frustration in a generator because a generator is not used to you know stand on the spot turn around a couple of times they're usually you know yeah. at their own pace but they're usually going in directional they're moving on so when those plateaus are coming up in your life there there's a couple of points to it so let's just assume you're on the right staircase and you know where you're heading and usually that trajectory gives you joy and for a period of time it doesn't tendency is that in that time your whole system is just refining and recharging mm. and realignment. That doesn't mean you necessarily have to get off that staircase. You're not doing anything wrong. It's part of the growth pro process, I suppose. And then there are other times when you're doing something and then there's this plateau and there's an incredible amount of frustration there where it actually gives you a warning sign going, hey, the staircase may have been right up till now, but you need to change directions. Mm. And so... Uh, to learn to differentiate the two and to learn to have patience within mm. that, I think is really important because yeah. having a full tank of battery and it's not it's not going anywhere instead of throwing the ball back, you know, receiving the balls yeah. as such from a manifestor, like just from, from the world coming towards you and it, you're kind of plateauing, there's nothing coming towards you. You now start being someone else because somebody told you, like a big brand with a tick, just do it. And so then yeah. if a generator starts to be like a manifest and just start initiating something, it usually costs way more energy and there's just like a higher risk of being like misaligned within yourself. So there is within the generator this, this patience piece, I think, where around the frustration. Um, and there is a way of finding that out which has to do with your sacral, right? It has to do with your, your, your full body response. And you can ask your, you can literally ask your body, go like, 
do you need to stay in this for a little longer? And your whole body will go, uh-huh. And you're like, okay. You know, you can do this literally every day. It's like, is it right for me now to leave that job? And your body might go, mm-mm. Like, okay, right. What do we need to arrange? But then you might also ask another time. It's like, okay, do you need to get out of this relationship? And it's right now the right time. And your body might go, uh-huh. No, your brain might go like, hell no. But your body goes, uh-huh. So it's really important to listen to that, uh-huh, uh-huh, instead of in your, in your physicality mm-hmm. to start understanding, is this the staircase that just plateaus for a little while while all of my energies are sort of recalibrating and preparing mm-hmm. me for the next growth spurt? Yeah. Or is that the kind of frustration that goes like, get the hell out of here quick? Yeah, and it's to watch the mind within all of that, like, because mm-hmm. you know, we can ask ourselves those questions and we're, we're not used to listening to our body, like, because so many people, like, you know, we'll all go listen to our guts and nobody listens to their guts because we've all been deprogrammed from it, like, sort of thing, like, for the majority of people. So you're when you find it, you're a generator for a lot of people, they're, you're relearning to really trust the, the first instinct your body gets like mm-hmm. that way, like and stay, go, move away, move closer to this. Do you know, like pause, just breathe, wait, breathe. You're really listening to those first little mm-hmm. things that drop versus the third or fourth or when the mind kicks in and then it starts telling you a whole thing around it. So you're you, you have to learn to pay attention to the first feeling you get like. Do you know whether it's a real opening, even if you can't make sense of, you know, God, they've asked me to do something that's maybe no interest, like not oh, no, no interest, in, but I hadn't thought of before. But your whole body goes ding, you know, opens up almost, or this little pull towards it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like versus when somebody maybe asks something off you and your whole body just sort of shrinks in, or you get a little knot in the tummy, or you just sort of you know contract is what I would just mm-hmm. call it, like that. You, you you go with the first instinct versus. Mm-hmm three four or i think about it or i'm sure i'll have a little ponder about that nah not because then the mind gets so much engaged and then you don't know if you're coming or going like do you know like mm. so it's really important to see do you know like and i've initiated plenty of things in my life to know it does not work for me like and i knew that before i even heard of human design i went i am not made to i'm made to watch listen and then act on that there like yeah it's i i actually literally had that very conversation with a friend this morning a generator talking about the gut feeling and it was about a relationship someone she she met met a while back and they 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 separated at this stage but she was like do you know what i knew it the moment he walked in i knew it but my brain was talking me out of it and my body spoke to me over those weeks over and over and over i'm like something is just not quite sitting not mm. quite sitting um sitting right it's just like no and the thing is like your gut doesn't give you reasons and that's sometimes the difficult bit do you know um one of my human design teachers she worked a lot with corporate people in the hr world and she's like there was a woman she was coaching and um she just (laughs) said like listen the moment somebody walked in i knew whether they were a good fit for the position or not but it couldn't i couldn't explain it because your body just goes "Uh uh-huh uh-huh so, you know, obviously, like she, she, she said in the interviews and all this, but she's like, and she, like you know, notes and ev- like she, she eventually like, you know, she always came back then trusting, trusting her gut. And sometimes mm-hmm. it was just very difficult to verbalize to her boss because, you know, having been through the interview on paper, that person may have looked like a really good fit, but she's sort of like, she's like, nah, nah, like, you know, and then the boss goes like, well, g- give me your, give me your point. And she's like, 
I don't really have any, you know. But anyway, so that person <laughs> got the job, but it didn't last very long and they, yeah. they went back off. And, you know, and like the, she had that conversation with her boss about, you know, you know, he's like, you, you said that, didn't you? Because she actually spoke it out. She was curious to you know to speak it out. But it takes courage to do that. It takes mm. courage to listen to your gut. So, you know, try and maybe play it on. Like, that's literally what it, the conversation I have with my friend. It's like, maybe maybe try it out we're not that much mm. weightiness is on a decision you know it might, might go like you know should i have a cup of coffee now <laughs> you Start know small is, like <laughs> yeah yeah simple you know. things because <laughs> you it's, it's something it's trust in your gut feeling it's trust in yourself trusting in that needs time to grow like anything mm. yeah. yeah especially when we're not used to it definitely mm-hmm. so then and then our little yeah yeah i think we're going both in the same direction right so that yes. like i don't want to call it a hybrid because they're t- totally their own yes. in a way but sort of they're called manifesting generators so they're have a little bit of the manifesting spark and yet they're also generators so they are generators in their basic energy supply but they veer off whereas a traditional generator is a, some sort of you know we said that staircase sort of growth protection they're they sort of work at their own speed but a manifesting generator now has this need to have sort of they tend to be multi-talented or multi-interested when they're being pushed into one sort of label into one box that's when their life force you know starts to shut shut down mm-hmm. and so for for them there's so much around this when we talk about authentic living it's like freeing themselves from maybe what society maybe parents maybe peers have put on them like what's the job now what is it that you're doing you know mm-hmm. um where they go like well do you know i'm kind of half this little business over here and then i'm also still in my accountancy job and you know i'm also kind of thinking about this one over here you know that they're sort of like hard to find and they sometimes get also like a like, you know a, a difficult call sometimes in when it's not understood in society because it's like you know that saying like jack of all trades master of none kind of thing mm-hmm. but for, for a manifesting generator to experience satisfaction they need to do that and for them when they feel frustrated they're slightly tend to be slightly different reason than a generator so they get frustrated if they have Mm -hmm. to funnel all of their life force into just one expression like i am and i understand so if if i was to ask you like you know what is your dream job and you start to sweat and you start to kind of go like ah like i don't know there's so many things i'm doing like (laughs) you know that can be an indication you go like just just don't tie me down to just one thing you know how have you come to understand it's like the person who has like four or six books on the go and is reading them all to me that's like oh my god no way no way like but Mm -hmm. a manifesting generator that's just like but that's so easy in a sense like do you know like or they can do sort of different things at the same time like and I'm just like oh no my energy only goes into one thing like do you know like I can't listen to anything else at the same time I can't be trying to do something else at the same time do you know so it's this balance of different aspects expressions of different parts of themselves and I think that's really important is to, do you know, like they're allowed and we're allowed to have different expressions of ourselves. Like, do you know, like, so whether they are like doing a little pottery class and then they're doing like, you know, working on a funds account and then, you know, like then they're you know, working on a little pet shop at the same time or they're into all this kind of different stuff that they allow themselves that permission to do that there. Like, but I think it's also sort of because they are kind of the, the, the mix of the two like you know like if you have the sort of the frustration and the anger if you are a manifesting generator to see 
because you may have a tendency for one first and the other that way like you know sort of some of the ones I know would be you can see the frustration and then the anger just comes flying out after that there like and you can feel it because it's a real sort of magnetizing energy it draws you in you can actually feel it sucking nearly everybody else into the space as well like but it's an interesting one to see because of our individual makeup we might be more it's more and more sort of frustration based or it might be more anger or oh actually I know how they do actually dance together in me like and the same as you were sort of chatting about the the generator because they have the manifesting we were chatting but you know they, they sort of throw the ball in but then the generator's taking it so if you think of the manifesting generator, it's like they'll maybe still try to be loads of initiating, but they're still at their core, sort of a gen like a generator, like so it's still that responding as well, like to things, like rather than maybe starting things all the time, like so to play with those mm-hmm. and see how that sits in your world, like. Mm. And they have sort of this the manifesting part that comes in is sort of like the quickness, the stuff, the fastness of something. So in a way, manifesting generators, they can, I mean, it's a positive way, skip steps. So in yeah. a way, they're sort of, you know, manifestors throw the ball, generators go, I grab the ball and I'm running that way. And then the manifesting generator comes in and I'm like, goes on a holiday for a week, shows up for two days at work, gets mm-hmm. the whole work done and switches out again. And the rest of us are like, how were you even in here? How, how the hell did you do that? You know, it's like the person they can have, unless it's been trained mm-hmm. and conditioned out of them, a very relaxed, mm-hmm. laid back quality. And, you know, they may even perceive them as, oh, Jesus, I'm always last minute. But it's not necessarily a bad thing because their yeah. energy becomes activated when it, when it, when the timing is right. And then they mm. can be super fast. Now, the thing with that goes, they skipping steps. And so much about their life is figuring which steps to skip. <laughs> <laughs> so they also have this like stair step learning curve, but they're running up and they go like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, let me run around a bit. Oh, I forgot my watch halfway down. So I run back a couple of steps, pick up the watch and then keep going. And oh my God, like the book, hang on, let me go back and refine that and go back. So for a manifesting generator, it can feel sometimes, and depending again, who the people around you, like Jesus, like don't be so flaky or don't be like, just like, just you know, write everything down and then like, you know, linearly tick that box up in the manifesting generator. It's just like their energy is too fast sometimes to mm. to really slow down to those details. So understanding that in a corporate field would be like, you can't gang up with someone who has detail in their nature. Because if you ask a manifesting generator to slow down so oh, much no. that they see everything and never put a foot wrong, like their life force just drains. Mm. Like they're just gone. It's the, the biggest, you know, sort of, pressure you can put them under almost in a way so freeing the manifesting generator is also to bring a sense of joie de vivre you know that they kind of bring sort of like a fun part as well can when you when they let them mm-hmm. you know there's like they're mesmerizing because you look at them like how did you do that just so quickly <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it makes a sense and you're also doing these other five things you know where do you get the energy from but they are bringing sort of that that sense in and yeah for them being equipped with that intense energy that they have enjoying what they're doing is really important at least in a good mm-hmm. chunk of what they're doing but it's also really important that they're emptying out. So they are all the generator parts. And like you mentioned, the, the the responding to life. Because, you know, when you initiate, you sort of think, like, 
I was like looking at like what's my what's our function as these types you know and and how humanity plays plays together it's like if you start initiating a whole lot you actually miss out on bringing into the world the genius of shortcuts that the rest of the world is relying on that only you can provide mm-hmm. so it slows the whole process down for everyone you get frustrated you get probably very angry about it definitely not satisfied because you're working so hard and then you're really kneeling and you just bring that one thing all the way home but it just takes way too long and no one wins and so when you're allowing yourself to be multi-talented interested mm-hmm. faceted and when you allow yourself to do things that you love that in a sacral center that we've been talking about early on with the generator it becomes like a magnet and like a generator, mm-hmm. it starts to magnetize opportunities in people and situations, brings life to you. Mm-hmm. And then you can literally listen to that gut and go like, yeah, no, great idea. No, yeah, resonates. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that way, again, maybe there's a part in you where you remember it's like, oh, yeah, a few years back, I was like, you know, maybe a decade or two back or maybe a long lifetime back. I was like actually so relaxed about things. And I always got, you know, the exam in on time or I always got mm. whatever the thesis finished or wh- whatever it is. I got it always done. And somehow then the world sort of ganged up on me and convinced me that I have to work at their pace rather than my own pace. So it's it's coming back into that, I think, is the superpower um, mm. when it comes to aligned living. Mm. Yeah, and then watching out for the impatience of nobody else is keeping up with me and why are they all trying to do all those other little steps but also like the because if I'm so used to going fast and you know hopping over little things and getting to places really like just really smartly like that way like you know that I might want it now as well like so I might try and jump up the whole steps to get to the very end do you know, like and sort of miss some of the little things that I need to 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 actually step into along the way as well. Like, but impatience, like us, and please now, because mm. part of them knows that they could like literally leap forward, like and grab mm. it. Oh, we have to crack an arrow house because like we have a projector and a manifesting generator in there, and the manifesting generator is just out the door, and the projector goes like, "Hang on, keys, wallet, passport." <laughs> you know and the manifesting generator is like oh I just don't want to you know I just want to get there I just want to get there you know and and it goes with literally all aspects of our lives like that and you know and I mean I think that's where human design becomes you know is powerful because you can just be humorous about it like all right it makes sense you know so projector always sees what can go wrong it always sees like the missing link it always sees that ahead but they also got to learn to maybe just wait until the right timing and not just blurp it in and the manifesting generator is like yeah super fast it's kind of been willing that sometimes people point out the things where they forgot something you know and and like so that that sensitivity around that and i find as well having spoken to a a few manifesting generators there can be that sense of i mean it depends on which which sort of exact parts are defined with them you know but when it comes Mm. to the throat that sometimes they what they put out in the world can be directly connected to their sense of who they are. And because they're so fast in putting something out, when something is then not quite right and there is criticism about that, it can come very quickly back that they they take it really personal, you know? And it's not kind of, okay, I just don't take it that personal. It's like literally they're weird in that way, which in the other way around can mean that 
whatever they put out there, their heart is in it, mm. you know? <laughs> so it, it's this, this double-sided thing. I think just understanding that, it helps if you're manifesting generally, like, oh my God, yeah. Like, okay, that's why, okay. So like nobody's attacking me here personally. It's, it's And I can learn that. And the same when I have a manifesting generator in my life, I can just mm. go like, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not designed to have every detail. You know, there are other parts in your chart where detail might come yeah. in. But just generally speaking, you know, don't slow yourself way down. Just just enough so you don't miss the important steps, yeah. I would say. And just listen to each other. It's kind of like, you know, all the little quabbles that we might find in friendships or relationships in general. That when we realize what they are, we're like, oh, okay. That's just who they are. Like, they're not doing it to, you know, wreck my head or they're not doing it in badness. Or, you know, why are they so forgetful and why are they going out the door like that there? Like, you know. When you realize that, it sort of just allows so much more freedom in the relationship, like for people just to be themselves, where we can either just like, in a sense, laugh at that part and go, oh, actually, you forgot your keys again or whatever, you know, like rather than it becoming the thing, like that mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. drives a wedge between people. Like a hundred percent. I was just on a, on, on a little trip with a friend and she's a generator and I'm a projector. And it's like, I know her really well. We go back a long time. So I sort of know her flow in a dynamic even before human design, mm -hmm. like that's the way she she does it and at the same time she knows i just need 20 naps a day <laughs> you know it's like i'm not sick of her <laughs> it's just like just give me just 20 minutes or give me like five minute meditation and i'll be back on and at the same time then when i'm back on i might be very quick but she has a certain speed with which she does things yeah. and so when we know that of one another like like you know you can just make a holiday like just so smooth you know that you don't have to kind of or anything like work environment, family dynamics, I think, yeah, like so much can get sort of lost. Mm. You know, we can argue about so many things that like if we had more understanding about ourselves and each other. And so it's like, and human design, it's just so practical. It's like it's something we can talk about, you know, other, other aspects a little bit more like, you know, <laughs> not everyone is open to astrology or, mm. you know, the, the, or the language of it or, you know, tarot or that there are many dimensions to it, you know. But human design is just really approachable. So I think a lot of, arguments misunderstandings they can be just all that's like it, you know that level of waste of energy can mm -hmm. be removed so we can actually have the discussions those that we really need to have and then we yeah. have more energy for that you know which is not going in it but at the moment might be a good a good thing you know mm -hmm. energy householding yeah <laughs> so then if we were to move on to our little projector mm -hmm. or do you want to do mm -hmm. the reflector projector I said a projector. I sort of yeah. like there's a natural sort of course yeah. to it. So just because you're um, chatting about it as well. Yeah. So a projector then is if you think of a one of the ways looking at just like a sports team, a football team, handball team, whatever it is, and you have all you know the people on the pitch playing the game. The projector would be then almost like the coach on the sidelines. There is something about a projector, like a good coach that really understands systems and really understands dynamics and really understands the players and their strengths and their weaknesses. So a projector in a work environment would like have this like innate understanding of, of actually how to best utilize mm. all the different potentialities and powers within the people, within the team. Um, and as a result, just like a coach, they tend to speak up. <laughs> so if a projector isn't aware of that, then they might just think, oh, you just make like a, a gentle note on like, wouldn't it be so much better to do it this way? And everyone turns around and looks at you angry because like people might be similar to a manifest in that way, weren't ready for your sort of truth in that way. So I think for a projector, there is so much about timing. 
um, and people. Um, feeling really seen by people, like truly seen in who you mm. are. Um, and then in terms of timing by those people be invited in as in if somebody goes like, hang on a minute, don't you do this and this? Or you always have like these, these good ideas about that. Can I just consult you on, I'm working on this project over here. Can you give me just your point of view? Like that would be the perfect invitation for a projector and they can go like, okay. And then I just know the ear, the person's ready. You know, they're, they're ready and receptible versus a lot of the time the projector, because we tend to see like where things fall through the cracks, like literally everywhere. <laughs> it's it's the, the biggest thing is almost to know, to know when to say something, to know when not to say something. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of, you know, and it's it, sometimes it can be just timing. You can say the same thing to the same person, but just five minutes later and it lands totally different if, if they're ready. So a projector in that way, I, energetically, they're really here to to sort of guide and direct us. Um, they have sort of this capacity to understand connections and systems. And so they oftentimes tend to be interested in, you know, like psychology or yoga or like how are these things all working, you know, in, in, within a maybe strategy within a company a setting in a way. Um, but what they don't, they're not here to work as consistently as let's say manifesting genera- generators. Um, it's oftentimes that they don't have the energy. It's not that they don't have the mm. energy, but it's like understanding a laser versus a light bulb. You can have a beautiful light bulb that's designed to be on all day long. And then you can have like a flashlight or a laser that's like, you need that in certain circumstances and then it's life-saving. So to understand as a projector, you have this intense light that when not asked and invited in can literally blind people if they can see a certain truth they don't want to see and you can get a pushback for that but it's also if you have we all i think we've all done that it's like if you leave just the flashlight on all day and then and then electricity goes and you actually need the flashlight and you go shite and i think that's where projectors can tend can burn out uh very easily because very quickly there's there's less of projectors like 20 percent roughly mm-hmm. Mm. you know chances are projectors grew up with with some of the other people that just have this workforce in them and so they go like what's wrong with me i guess i'm just kind of keeping up and that keeping up works really well throughout your teens and 20s usually come into your 30s and 40s there's not that extra load of energy just available and they just like similar to the manifest that things kind of start to under, like come up like you just can't fake it anymore and so it really for a projector it's an invitation to step back into their own authority and go understand okay i don't have to have my flashlight on all of the time it's way more powerful with the right people at the right time and and then you see it because the feeling is a feeling of success that can be physical actual success out there whichever way you define it mm. but it's a feeling of something is like oh just the, the puzzle piece clicked in you know it's like something just fell into place it's like it's oh and it's it's because being a projector it doesn't doesn't feel like satisfaction but the sense of something is working is coming mm. together plan is coming together has a certain satisfactory sense to it and you know and when we're trying a little bit too hard we it can just be a sense of bitterness which is so understandable because you're like i'm just doing what everyone else is doing why is it not working out for me and then we can get like just that bitter with ourselves and with the people around it and like jealousy can come in and like like frustration from that sense but it tends to have just that bitter tone um of it how have you experienced sort of the projector energy and the potential i think it's interesting like to see places where you possibly feel misunderstood like Mm. do you like where, where do you not feel seen 
do you know, like where do you not feel recognized where do you feel your contribution isn't valued like do you know if you think that doesn't have to be work like that's life in general like do you know, like we could be pouring our energy or or wisdom you know like that a projector has accumulated and lived through and gained like and they're like they're wanting to pour it out somewhere and people are just like not ready for it like or don't want it do you like or you're putting it in in places where it's not being asked for and then it's like well you're maybe controlling or bossy you're going to be too in vertical commas too much in some way like that because it's like the energy's sort of almost like penetrating but not penetrating because they see and not everybody likes to be seen Mm-mm. you know like and not everybody likes things pointed out either like and i kind of feel sometimes it's that kind of energy you know like you know so we come and go sure you know like putting an ikea thing together like you know and like the little generators in there building it off for the job like and the producer's like well what are you doing that for like that's in the wrong place and they're like i'm actually just enjoying putting this together like and now you've taken the fun out of it <laughs> do you know, like so it's that like it's clear like it's like that laser it's clear-sighted like do you know like but there's so many places where that clear-sightedness for other people then can feel it's like you're it's like um there's sort of an image coming to mind it's not going to come fully land in my head I can feel it already floating out like but you know like it's like you're exposed on the other side like yeah do you know like and for some people if they don't realize they're stepping into that so if you think you're going for therapy or something like and even though you, you might not have a clue what therapy is but you'd kind of like to think they will see you like or if you're just chatting to somebody or you've met somebody and you're just meeting them or a friend but you might be sharing something and you're only willing to show or share this much or show that much a projector will see mm. nearly beneath that there like but will possibly call it out like or sort of say it and then you're left like sort of exposed or like the little deer caught in the headlamps and then depending then whether we allow that as a place where we do open up or whether depending on our makeup we shut the hell back down like and then go well I thought she was a bit like invasive or you know like she was a bit nosy or probing or it was just like very sharp kind of things yeah. that would come to my mind like but to me it's like they're the place you go to if you want you want to be seen you want you're, you, you're looking at someone you can't but can see it like take mm. it to a little projector <laughs> mm. do you know like, and, it's, and it's interesting because <laughs> like my mom told stories about me being like very young like i'm three years older than my brother but she like she never said bossy it's funny like she never used those words but i've <laughs> Been plenty of times been labeled like that from other but it also lovingly but like, like in that way but mom said like yeah you didn't need me around because you <laughs> you parented your brother like <laughs> we were living on a main road and it was like crucial that you don't go anywhere near that because it was like really busy road <laughs> so there was like the the family rule like up to the garden fence and then there were like you know the like the five spare meters before you were going to for, for cars you know and like i would always like see my brother the little tricycle i was like stop <laughs> you know I was like you just she's like you had eyes even out of the back of your head you know but then also throughout my teenage years like I remember that in our family like it literally just like you know because you don't have the communication I was just like seeing all the things that didn't work and I would just share them openly with everyone Mm -hmm. whether they wanted to hear it or not which wasn't always easy for them either because like why would a 14 year old see that speak about that and now I have to just you know so like it brings a projector can bring a certain amount of change as well into it but by sort of seeing to the core of it um and then you kind of rules situations where you know i'm thinking of like teaching yoga for example it can be really really helpful because 
you know, you see a, a person move, or you see somebody coming in saying good morning, rolling out their mat. But as a projector, it's like you don't have to think about it. You take even a group class, you take all those bits of information, they all come in. Mm. And they all land within and it like it sharpens a certain overall picture for the individual, but also for the group. And there's an almost an innate knowing to understand what the group needs or what the individual needs. And and that has like never bypassed my conscious brain. Like the conscious brain is just watching all of that, mm. going like, How did you know that? You know, whereas it comes out from a deeper level. And a lot of the time, so, you know, it can be like really helpful in certain environments, but yeah, it, it took a while to understand why is it well-received in one environment, for example, in a corp, like for me in my work environment, but not so much received in, you know, in mm. friendships or extended friends. Like, you know, it's, it's like, I always had people calling me up and there was something up in their life, you know, instead <laughs> of like, what am I going to do here? You know, but it's like at other times when you just go for, for coffee, sometimes like I've, I've even with extended friends of people you get to know that what you described, that's sort of like, ooh, you see, without even saying anything, the other person can feel their energy, they're pulling back because this is an energy, all of what we talked about mm. today, they're, they're working on the energetics. So nobody has to open their mouth and say anything or even roll their eyes. It's purely aura by aura that the energy household are speaking to each other. And the one of the projector is just one that is just really sees, sees through mm. all, all the layers. And the other person is feeling seen and that can happen within a fraction of a second. You can literally like, it's before the hello even. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think for a projector to understand that dynamic and that there's nothing wrong with you and just understanding there's also nothing wrong with the other person. Because, you know, who wants to be seen and you just want to have a quick cup of coffee like to that depth of a level? Yeah, you know, just you can have compassion for the other person and, you know, and also for yourself, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. But it's like for a projector, somebody said that to me years ago was on a, on a sound healing course. Um, I brought that up that too much is something that came up regularly, too much of anything, you know, um, too loud, too intuitive, too, too strong, too strong willed, well, whatever, if you didn't think and um and always this, this sort of pushback and she just said like you're just in the wrong environment you're just with the wrong people mm. and i i couldn't quite understand it at the time but it stuck with me all those years and now looking at at it through the lens of human design astrology but especially human design is like that makes total sense it's like it's so much about a projector is not that everybody needs to like you it's not even mm. that but that the people who are around you before you share what you have to share a see you and are ready for for that you know invite your invitation in and um that the quality of the people around you and and not in a like a hierarchical level but in mm. terms of high quality friends as in people who get you even high col quality colleagues they don't need to be your best friends but they kind of get what you bring in into the world so you don't have to defend because i think when a, a projector has to go into the stage of defending themselves or explaining who they are what they're doing constantly that just drops their energy they're just completely gone so being really sensitive to your environment um yeah on a practical level you just can't go all day full steam you have great ideas and you run and it's like you're peaking and then you know so if you project a child and a generator child they will probably you know mm. not do their chores at the same level in the same intensity you know um but you can bring in a project and kind of help you figure out family 
not as the issues, but like in terms of like, how we go about that? Should we go first shopping or this and then a projector will tell you right away, you know what, mom, I got to do this and that first, you know, and then we go over here. So you can kind of bring them in in their own wisdom so they feel seen. I think that's really, really important mm. uh, for a projector's energy to to feel aligned. Yeah, and I think like if people are, if the projectors who have listened to this are feeling the bitterness, do you know, like in certain environments and all there, like it's also sort of asking, you know, sitting with a question of like, you know, was I invited into this? You know, was my mm. opinion welcomed into this? Was I asked? Like, because I have I've a projector in my family, like, and they're brilliant for hopping in and with everything and everything, like, sort of thing, like, but it's never asked for, like, so then you're watching the fireworks on the other side then, like, possibly happen, like, so it's really interesting, but they have no understanding of that. So they're like, but why would you not want to know, like, Jack, why would you 100%. not not want to know all this information, and wh- and why would you not just do this here? And you're like, it's not welcome. And I, in my head, I'm like, well, that's not welcome on the other side. Can you not see that? Like, they don't want to know. Like, so then there's the sort of clash of both sides happening. Like, so I think it's also if you're experiencing a lot of that bitterness to explore where do I feel seen, where do I not? Do you know, like where am I feeling sort of appreciated for myself, mm. for my gifts, for my talents, for who I am? just innately and do I feel welcome do I feel my my what I want to share is being welcomed into this space and if it's not and it's like it's continuous then then it's time for me maybe to start exploring where where can I find where it is going to be welcomed like do you know like or watch out for where maybe be invited to put my input in instead as well like you know because we're sort of saying like we have the bitterness and the other side then we have to use the word the success like which is the to know that I'm sort of in the flow I'm in the movement like so I am feeling deeply appreciated by those maybe in my space and my environment who I am with um, in my relationship like I'm feeling seen I'm feeling recognized for for myself like do you like so that's the success it's not about the you know oh I've got like my whatever 10k months or whatever they're doing now like but you know my 10k months every year it's not that kind of success it can be but it's more about that feeling of yeah I feel like oh yeah they get me like do you know like they've seen me or they you, know, you get people coming to you asking you for your your guidance for that insight and it's really interesting it's it, it's oh they get me it's the first step but it's actually not always, it, it doesn't stop there. So it is personal, but it's not personal. It's like, as a projector, you really only want to be got and seen, not to stop there as a big egomaniac, does the world see mm. me? But it's like, do you get me? Because like, listen, there's world hunger or listen, there's this and this. Does not everyone see that? Listen, like, you know, those two people look freaking tired at work. I don't think they're going to make it much longer. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's it's not like see me see me see me yeah, on stage yeah. although that can be that narcissistic thing that, that can but that can be any any type in that way but it's the there's an innate understanding that if you're not seeing what you have to share with the world mm. will be lost and there is a level of maturity as well that a project i think needs to grow into that will have to develop a certain level of capacity to hold and like hold all the noticing, hold all the information and live with the fact that not everything we see will be understood yeah. and, and implemented and taken. So there is a certain, I feel like with a project, there's almost like a certain pain point that you, that you live with, a certain uh, mel- melancholy in, in a way, 
because it's like, oh, it would be so easy, you know? And of course, it's never just so, it's always that easy when you look from the outside. And it's always the device that we that sort of comes out. It's not, again, it's not personal to the other person. But it's like, well, if you could just do two, three, and four, then I can see how the other person picks up here and plays onwards, you know? And so it's not like, oh, you're a bad person, you're not doing that, but that's how it arrives a lot of the time. So to understand that there's an infinite amount of things projectors notice. And if your piece sort of depends on you sharing that with everyone, you're going to have a hard time. So there's a level of understanding what needs to be shared when and also being okay with that, that you may just notice more things. You're not better than anyone's, but you just notice more things than the general amount of people around you. And that's okay. And sort of making peace with that, which is which sounds to any, because that's chats, non-projector seems like ridiculous, but the real thing in projector world is like, that's that's what keeps people from sleeping. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but we need to save the world. <laughs> or we need to save this project or whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, and a last note in a projector, because I, I worked with someone who was writing um, on a screenplay and was 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 her idea and then she got other writers on board and I remember having that conversation about like just energy and output and like you're not here to do all the work you're like almost here to define a new way of working you know and so once she understood that she was like oh my god yeah because on those days when I'm not feeling guilty that the other writers are doing a lot of the writer writing and I just kind of come in and advise them then on what sort of where mm-hmm. I thought the story was going it's like everything was flowing but they seemed happier and I was happy I was literally just like my guilt that I wasn't putting in the hours as much as others that kind of nearly created a dis- disbalance in it. So with mm. a projector, it's always understanding that's the laser. It's like, it's not the volume you, you put in, like the hours or the workload, but sort of the precision. It's like timing. What are you talking about when I sort of like, that sets you free. Mm. I think that leads yeah. nicely onto our little reflectors then. Mm. So it does our little open houses. So how do you see all of that openness? Oh, for the little reflector, it's like, well, we, as we mentioned, the last one sort of around the burnout. No, they're like, they're sensitive to the energy around them. Like, you know, they're sensitive to the conditioning of other people. They sort of really feel into sort of the overall well-being of people and the environments around them and even, in a sense, the world and the planet around them. Like, do you know, like, so if you think you have all this openness and you're receiving, in a sense, information from everything around you that's a lot so it is like like so you can end up in a sense the word that is associated with them is disappointed like do you know asking just with you know where everything is going like do you know like nearly almost a sort of hopelessness and disappointment why people are doing this and why are they acting this way and why can't they do things differently do you know like but then a sort of understanding of where as for me it's always for the reflector like you know because you're taking all of this in all of the time and because you're so easily to shift your energy depending on what environment who you're with like as we mentioned that emptying out is so so important like to allow yourself just to become that little empty vessel to clean out you know to really know what's mine what isn't mine that way, like, so even within all of the, oh my God, look at the shape of everything and what kind of state have you all got this into? Do you know, like, or how come that person, like, how come you're in so much pain that we can begin to see within all of that and which we've chatted about in loads of podcasts is so much beauty, like, mm. do you know, like, to allow ourselves to see 
the like the awe of the sunshine, like of the morning rising, like to allow ourselves to be surprised by life, like and just what there is in it also, like rather than just because it can be if you think sitting in a room and you're able to feel everything in that, do you know, like that like it's gonna be a downer for a lot of the time. Like so you're also very much aware then of, you know, what places places people who what where who what where is the way I describe it. Like, you know, really allow me to come really into a sense of self where I feel really at peace in myself or I feel, you know, just sort of really settled in myself and really know, yeah, this is this is mine. And I can feel more so when something's coming and that isn't mine and I can experience it, but I don't need to take it on as mine and carry it with me. Like, and if you think of the way the world is at the minute, like if you're a reflector, you're probably looking at it and can see the shifts and changes that could, the potential is there for, but also Mm. the overwhelm of everything that's going on as well. Mm. So they act like a, like a mirror in a Mm. way. So we have reflectors in our in our family, you know, they kind of mirror sort of, depending on how they feel, they can mirror the dynamics in the family, how, you know, healthy a setup is, or they can reflect like a work environment. But I think the dis- disappointment that you mentioned, disappointed with the world, but also sometimes disappointed with, because, with not being seen also for who mm. they really are, because they can be these chameleons and they can change. So I think so much about... A reflector is about doing the work and starting to understand who they really are within that constant flow of, you know, because being around this a certain type of people, they can be all of a sudden generators. They can be a manifesting generator. They can be a projector, you know, mm-hmm. like it can be like pretty full that chart, depending even on transits, what ha- what happened, lighting things mm-hmm. up or then like just like wide open everything. So within that flux, it's often associated with the moon. But if you think of like the moon in that way as in, constantly shifting and changing so the question they ever reflect is so important who am i underneath all this changing and mm. the more a reflector gets in touch with that the easier it is also for the environment to truly see them and to give them then the freedom to well sometimes they have loads of energy sometimes they're like absolutely like sharp in their thinking and like wait where did that willpower and that straightforwardness come when the next day it's like you know having being able to hold like several different opportunities and or options at the same time you know there's this this steady flux of beingness in them which understandably then for the world around them go like who the hell are you you know i think i know you but i'm not sure if i know mm-hmm. you and as a result and, the, and, and that can feel very disappointing you know when you're a reflector and there's only one percent so we don't you know, we're not really used to having these energy beings around us that much that we go like, oh, we are just our systems and we are just our, you know, a way of life around in a way. So there was like, oh my God, you know, so a lot of the times instead of inviting them in, they're sort of like have to suffer in the fringes of society, sort of like overseen in that way. And that can be mm-hmm. also very exhausting in that way. But it's, it's like they're really, I mean, every human being is special, but there is just this level of, of again there's such a, on the other side of the spectrum of productivity they can be product productive mm-hmm. but they're just the antidote of what we as a you know if you look globally as a society as when we look under like that sort of economic sort of model where we all heading and how we're designing things they're literally on the other side of that spectrum so they give us a good like polar opposite you know, in in that way. So it's mm. it's not about flipping it all, but it's it's widening our lens of understanding that some of us are not designed to push all the time and to to 
be defined in their expression and to have a steady output, you know, because again, in teens, 20s, to some extent, everyone has like that little overflow of prana life force. It's almost, I feel, I feel like sometimes we've been given that so we can like figure out more things and like mm-hmm. be so off track at times and so on track, you know, but as we sort of age, it's like as we grow more and more into ourselves, you know, the, the less of that extra energy, it just shows when we're out of alignment with ourselves and it can just show with burnout in that, in that way as well, or that, that inner disappointment that can just linger, you know, it's like that antidote of satisfaction, <laughs> that like exact opposite of like just it's kind of okay but mostly lukewarm mm-hmm. you know whereas if they do that that like in a work and that's also incredibly difficult because there's not that many role models around them who have a similar setup so it's like it's it's it takes some effort but as you're anchoring more into that you go like yeah this 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 can be actually you know that sort of fun and a surprise element where life gets to where you get to be curious and you get to be playful and mm-hmm. when you look at through the lens of when we were all younger that was a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it just starts to scare the hell out of us when we get kind of into adulthood you know so there's a level of that that lightness that they i think they bring in as well that's there's potential as well as like if, if if you were yourself like a reflector you know to not lose sight of that and kind of maybe reflect on what are the circumstances or the t- people when they're around you or when you're in certain places that allow you to access that that lightness and that joyfulness mm. that's a lovely way actually of putting it like uh, that way to really notice those spaces that they feel just more themselves and that space within themselves i think it's important for them to really sort of find those spaces as well like whether it's with their surroundings their environment or their people like that way like to really know that but I think a really important thing for them to know when I sort of hear about them and read about them and all there, like it's you know, you, it, everybody goes, "Oh, I'd love to be that little one percent sort of thing, or that wee small percent," because it's so special. Like, and it's, most reflectors are like, "I just rather be something else," like because, in a sense, of when I read about them, like you have so much more to learn, even like you know, because it's not like the transits affect us all, but they because they have so much open more centers. It's more that's how they're sort of following their. You know, sort of their life force then like and you're just like oh bless you like i'm quite happy to be a little generator that's like 30 whatever percent i don't care about percentages do you know because it's it's so sensitive to everything within it like and if you don't realize that you begin to think that there's something wrong with you like you know like, why am i you know why am i so sad today like why am why am i so angry now and then why does this all feel like too much going on here like and what wh- wh- like all the whys like why am i why am i and it's never the great things like because you don't realize you are sucking in and reading everything around your environment so it's actually like you're you're just highly sensitive to it and that can become then the strength like because then that can cater for that deep wisdom and clear sightedness of what is happening in certain spaces like so you can enter a space very differently because you know it's like a little little soup you know like sort of thing of everything made mixed together that you can then go okay like just because I step in here I don't have to become the soup that way like I can actually use this you know nearly use this information or use this energy and work with it but if you don't realize that you're going to end up nearly you know mm-hmm. drowning in the soup like mm. yeah I feel like the they get to have insights that none of us mm. really gets to have at that level, you know? And so 
and again it's not really being taught anywhere because one percent is very few people you know in that in that way so um I always feel like there's sort of the guiding lights as we all head into into the future there's a there's just this you know yeah like intense learning curve for them but not like as in catching up with us but like, like mm. they're sort of like talking about foreshadowing you know really like jumping forward so it is almost like they're like this little secret special force or weapon or <laughs> you know <laughs> their magic little tool is like to just yeah get so much more than we get you know to 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 access and to taste um they might not be able to or not even designed to or intended to hold on to anything because that defeats the purpose because they're not growing into a particular shape but it's the Mm. variety of it all that gives really the you know like i'd say like the difference when you get like eat fruit salad versus you have to you know decide on just one fruit to eat It depends on the fruit salad you're getting, you know, depending on which day. But there's this like this, 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 this little bursts of like taste and energy and insights that are that are there. So if it's a you know reflector, if you can become aware of them and sort of distill them almost into your own beingness, like whether you talk about it or not, but it 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 carries in your energy signature, and it's your energy signature, it's your aura, your energy field, your life force. When you step into a room that informs others, informs others as well. So I always feel like there is this, like, for the, for the rest of us, there's a lot that we can learn, you know, not just, like, sit down and have a chat, that too, but just being in the environment of a reflector, mm-hmm. you know, where we get to see all the things that we sometimes miss because we're just, like, busy in our definitions and doing life mm-hmm. the way we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. So I think we will wrap up there, mm-hmm. my dear. Um, thank you, everybody. Um yeah thank you for joining us take a little time to digest the information see how it sits with you and even begin to sort of ponder sort of how those qualities those signatures show up in you even past and present and that allows you then to sort of maybe work with them differently in this moment and the next moment as well and as always thank you very much for your attention and your presence and we look forward to connecting next week Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalind McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdallman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.